If you get the strongest feelings of the day to be around your future and what you want, you're going to react based on those feelings at the start of your day. So you're not in this hamster wheel waking up every day with the same feelings and the same emotions that are carried over from the night before. That's what too many people do. And that's why you get, that's why you feel stuck. That's why you feel like every day's the same. That's why you feel every day is boring and shitty and you'll never have this and you'll never have that and you don't deserve that and that will never happen. Then paint it. Make a plan. Make a mental plan. Tie your emotions into it. And I'm telling you, shit gets real. Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode, I really just want to be about not really just your self-care, because I just did a YouTube video on that. Go check out my YouTube at Steph Ganowski. But I wanted to give you guys three tips on how you can make your life better during this time. And for those of you listening, it is 2020. There's a lot going on in the world. And without me digging into it, I want to just give you these three ways to make your life move forward, put you in a better positive mindset, and just make you a healthier man. So let's get to it. Number one, my number one tip for you is to surround yourself with positive, happy people. Especially now, you know, like we all have that one friend who's just really fucking funny, you know, and you just think he or she is the funniest person and you call them whenever you need, whenever you need a lift, whenever you need that mental lift of just feeling better and they immediately know how to do it. You know, I was, um, I was in my closet crying last week. <laughs> Sorry, this doesn't happen all the time, but once in a while you need a good closet cry. Um, no, I was just faced with a lot of anxiety. Um, and I knew exactly who to call. I knew which one of my friends I had to call. And I straight up said to him, like, can you just make me laugh, please? And I was in tears. I said, it. I was like, please just make me laugh. And he just knew what to do. You know, he knew exactly what to do, how to get me cracking up within probably 10 seconds after I asked that. And I think we all have that person. And if you don't, you need to find them. All right. And that's another part of this message is if you don't have people you can surround yourself with who are positive, happy people, then you need to find them. You need to work at that. And, you know, working at your friendships is essential to living a healthy life. And a lot of guys I've worked with feel like, oh, well, they don't put in as much effort as I do. So that's why we end up not being friends. Okay, well, sometimes you have to put in more effort. You know, that's okay. It doesn't have to be 50-50 all the time. And I think a lot of us feel that way based on the fact that maybe we feel um, or that we felt used in the past or feel like 
you know, we deserve better, we deserve a 50-50, your relation, your romantic relationship is not always going to be 50-50. It's not. There's going to be days when you're working 70% of it and she's, you know, doing the other, maybe not even 30. And, you know, it's, that's going to happen. And you really have to think of your friendships that way too. You know, you can't always expect people to there, there's this whole thing right now going on, especially with the pandemic, where people were saying, um, now you know who your real friends are, like who checks in on you. Like, sh- shut the fuck up. Everyone's dealing with their own shit. And <laughs> your friends, your real friends are there for you when you call. They're not, they don't always have to check in and babysit you. They're there when you, when you call them or they say, hey, like, I'm going to call you as soon as I'm done with this. You all good? You okay? All right. I'll call you back or I'll get back to you tomorrow. All right, they're not there saying, hey, are you okay? Hey, I just wanted to check in again. That's, real friends are just there for you when you need them. But they also have their own shit. And I'm not trying to go down this route, but I just thought that was an important point to make because I know a lot of people have this type of thinking. So going back to surrounding yourself with happy, positive people, it's contagious, right? Like your funny friends, when you're around them, you you crack up, you laugh, then you feel better. You hang up the phone, you stop hanging out with them, you go home and you're just like shaking your head with a big smile on your face thinking, oh, like they're the fucking best. I'm glad they're my friend. And you just have that, that feeling of enjoying their, I hope this isn't, these sirens don't become a thing again. Um, but you just have their, their enjoyment and you really appreciate that person. And the more people you have like that around you, the more you surround yourself with, guess what's going to happen? Like, think about it. You're going to be in a better mood most of the time. If most of your friends are downers, they're Debbie downers. If <laughs> you saw the Saturday Night Live uh, episode. Um, and if they're, <laughs> if they're Debbie downers and they're never talking you up and they're making fun of other people and they're talking about other people all the time, guess, what's that, guess what that is going to do to your mood? And your mood becomes a temperament and your temperament becomes your personality. And then you become this Debbie downer, negative mindset, low vibe person because you surround yourself with, the, with that energy. So that's what you get. Um... So it's really interesting and it's very important to surround yourself with the people who you want to be more like, who you want to share the same energy as, share a similar type of personality as. Um, and I just shared this with my client recently, you know, because he was struggling with a, a friendship of his. And I said, just remember, like small minds discuss people and large minds discuss ideas. I think that's what the saying is. But, but you'll find that people with, with nothing else to do and no real set goals and no belief in themselves and insecurities will just talk about other people to make themselves feel lifted up or feel better. And it's really important for you to find people who aren't talking badly about other people, but are talking about, hey, like, these are my goals. These are my dreams. I'm so excited to do this. I'm so amped for this. I can't wait till I start working on this project. I can't wait till this comes to completion. I wonder if it's going to work. We'll see, but who knows? If it doesn't, we'll find a way to make it work. Ah! And the more you have these people that aren't afraid to fail and are excited about what they're doing and excited to wake up in the fucking morning, like then that's going to make you excited to wake up in the fucking morning and it's going to make you think about think the way that they're thinking. And you're going to say, all right, well, my friend has dreams and goals and he's not afraid of failure. He's going to do it anyway. So like, 
what's something that I could risk failing that I tried it anyway? Like if I could try anything, what would it be? And it makes you think, right? It expands your mindset. And because if you're talking shit about people all day, it just makes you feel shittier and even more closed minded and matching the energy of that negative person. So see how these are two total extremes. It's so, so important. And especially, you know, you guys in relationships, in romantic relationships, you have to also realize how important your friendships are because you're going to need guy friends. You need guy friends. Okay. That's a must. That is a must. (laughs) I could tell you from personal experience, that is a must for attraction, for sanity, for the relationship to survive so that you guys have your own space and your own identities with your friends that are a little better, that you share different things with them versus your, your lover. Okay. You can't, you can't complain to your lover about certain things or worry about her, worry about things with her as you can your guy friends. Like there's certain things you tell your woman, there's certain things you tell your guys. All right. And that's, so that's important. That's a whole nother, very important relationship. There should be coaches just helping men find friendships, other guy friends, because that's how important it is. Like there needs to be more focus on this. And it goes, it goes along with this, with this main fact. I'm, um, this main step, number one step, surround yourself with positive, happy people, because that's going to change your identity as a man. That's going to change where you put your focus, what your energy is like on a daily basis, how you feel when you wake up, how you feel when you look in the mirror, how often you work on your body, you know, in the gym, on your health, with your diet, uh, what you do to celebrate things, you know, what your work ethic is like, all of this stuff, how you treat your woman, how you treat other people. It's so important to find the right people to hang out with. So think about that right now. And I want you to think like, can I use, can I do some work on my friendships? Can I use some more positive influences in my life? Um, and just ask yourself, who's there for you now? Like, who's a positive influence now? Like, I'm sure you're smiling and thinking in your head of who you got right now. And maybe you want a few more people like that. And it's okay to ask that person to introduce you to some of their friends. Okay. And even say like, like, dude, I just feel really like, I feel like a better guy around you. I feel like my like better version of myself when I'm with you or, you know, I'd love to meet your friends. Like, you know, I'm sure they have, I'm sure they have really good vibes like you do. However you want to say it, but it's, it's, it's good. It's okay to, to say those things and to make it obvious that that spending time with that person is making you feel like a better person because it's the best compliment too. You know, anyone who hears that is going to be like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Join the club. Um, and you know, it, it makes a world of difference for me because right now, personally, I'm, you know, entrepreneurship is a really lonely road. (laughs) So if I don't have anyone to work with on a daily basis or help me along the way, it can get really frustrating and lonely and scary and just you know you you miss especially at times like this you miss social interaction and but I've been lucky enough to be part of a coaching program for the last three months myself because I also invest in myself um and I have like six there's like six of us who are in my little coaching group um there's hundreds in the group I'm in but there's a hundred something but um, but there's six in my small group. And these women are just, 
they just got my back. They just got my side. They're hustlers. They're building their dream. They're excited about it. Every day we're updating each other on on what we're most excited about, how much money we made, how many clients we got, what our clients doing, what their transformation. Not and of course I don't I don't tell them who my clients are. I don't share that information. Obviously, I just want to put that out there. All of my clients, um, everything is confidential. But it's like just sharing tips on oh my clients struggling here. What would you do? And it's just getting different feedback um, from each other, just as you would with with any friend, you know, and it's just very supportive. Um, and it's just, it's without them, I, I wouldn't have that energy to keep going. You know, you have to surround yourself with other people who are motivated, who are inspired, who are pushing themselves, who are hustling. If that's what you want to do, that's what I want to do. So you got to match it with what you want to do. Maybe you don't, maybe you're not in that mindset and it's totally fine. You have a different way of looking at life and you have different goals. So depending on your goals, where can you find a group of people that support that and live that and get you excited about that? Okay. It's really about excitement. All right. Let's move on to step number two, because that was a long one. (laughs) Um, step, Step number two is to visualize. Start visualizing what you want, guys, because The brain does not know the difference between reality and imagination. And I've said this before and I'll say it again (laughs) because it is so exciting and it's so interesting how the brain is wired and how it perceives a very concrete visual in your head, which I guess isn't concrete, but just bear with me here. Um, When you make it so descriptive and when you back it up by so much emotion how much more real can it get? You know, like you've heard studies, you probably heard this study, it's a very famous study of people playing the piano. And some people practiced it just with their eyes on the keys, and other people actually had their hands on the keys. And by the end of the study, it proved that they had the same neurological wiring. It was almost exactly similar as with with both groups. So they had the same neurological wiring, those who actually played the keys and those who didn't, who just visualized it. So how crazy is that? It just shows the brain does not, it still perceives it as real. So what that means is that when you are visualizing something that you want, the brain thinks that happened and the brain thinks you're that type of person that gets that thing. And what does that do? If the brain associates you with getting that thing that you want in your head that you visualize so clearly and you backed it up by so much emotion, it became so real to your brain. Now the brain thinks that happened. So how do you think that changes your personality? The things you do on a daily basis? You know, let's use an example here. So, you know, a person who is um, dreaming about... Let's, let's use a relationship. You know, you're, you're thinking every day, you're visualizing your relationship going a certain way. And you're, maybe you're visualizing an argument and then you calming down the argument and finding a way to diffuse the situation in your head. And then it's, and then you're both so loving and she's nodding and giving you positive body language. And then you're saying you're sorry, or she's saying she's sorry. And and then you're hugging and then you're you're smiling and you're laughing with each other and it all went it all went great like it ended in your mind like it was as real as could be and you felt the emotions and you felt the passion and you felt the calmness and you felt the love and then you 
and then you move on with your day, when you're actually in conflict, how do you think you're going to respond with that image in your head over and over? You know, and I'm not saying this could be the only thing to change your, um, you know, to change your your conflict patterns in your relationship, but it's a very powerful way to, to change your behavior. Um, so it will, the more you visualize, another example would be maybe you gaining confidence and you're not that confident of a guy. Maybe you, you're trying to ask for a raise and you're just, you're, you're not feeling like you can get it. You don't feel like you deserve it. You don't feel good about it. But then every morning for, let's say like two weeks, two weeks or a month, every morning you spend three minutes, three to five minutes, I should say five to 10 minutes. And you think about you standing tall, you think about you walking in and talking to your boss and you get the raise, you get the fucking raise and you feel it and you feel as if you just got the raise. Like you're in your head, you're visualizing this description of you talking to your boss, your boss is there, think about what he's wearing. What does the room smell like? Is there a candle lit? Like, what is he doing? Is he taking notes? Is he looking just at you? What's exactly happening? Paint the picture very specifically. And when you can do that, then your brain goes, okay, this happened. You got the raise. Then what's, what's going to happen when you go back into work? You're going to act as if you just got a raise. Okay? Little by little, the more you do, you take visualization seriously, backed by emotion, very important, the more it's going to change your demeanor. Because your subconscious takes over. When you're meditating and doing visualization work, you're, you're seeping into your subconscious because your brain is at a certain um, wavelength. It's an alpha wave state, which is much calmer and more at peace, which goes into the subconscious mind versus the beta waves, which, which is our conscious. Which, by the way, our conscious mind takes up 5% of our daily actions. All right, the rest is 95% subconscious. So we need to tap into that subconscious to change our conscious behavior. Make sense? So going back to the example, when you go back to work, you're going to slowly, because your subconscious has been paying attention and now it's going to become a more conscious way of living and acting, you're going to walk into that office and you're going to be more and more confident. And you're going you're gonna to just smile inside knowing you got this raise. And you're going to talk as if you deserve the raise. And you're going to look him in the eye as if you're confident to get it. And you're going to back it up by specific examples. Maybe you did that in your head. Maybe it just comes to you naturally because your body's so confident and you're so ready. And your subconscious is like, hey, we got this raise. Let's fucking show him what we got. See what I mean? Like it becomes real because the brain thinks it's already real. So it's so much easier to act on it. Because so often when we don't give ourselves anything to visualize moving forward, what do we tend to do? We tend to dwell on the past, which can easily lead you to a depression state. Or we feel anxious about the future because we don't paint our own future. We just think about the unknown. And especially with things going on today in 2020, we're just like, what's going to happen? I don't know. Ah." There's so much uncertainty. I'm just, what's going on with the world? I don't even know. Like, okay, then pave your own way. You don't have to know what the entire world is going to do. That's not up to you. But you are in control over your own life. You are in control over your own thoughts. That is 100% true. I don't care what you say. You're in control of your reaction, how you react to the situation around you. So how do you, what do you want to happen? 
You have to see it before you get it. You have to believe it can be true before you get it. So what does that mean? You have to see it and believe it that it can happen, but you got to know what it is, which means paint a picture and take it seriously in your mind. Mental rehearsal is what neuroscientists uh, call it. Mental rehearsal, same as manifestation, but that's a little woo-woo, right? So we'll go with mental rehearsal. (laughs) But it's real, guys, and it will take you out of that anxiety about the future. It will take you out of that depression or dwelling on the past. Because when you paint your own future, you get excited. Because I'm sure you're not painting a future you don't want, you know? And if you start your day by painting a future you want, guess how your day is going to go? It's going to go and line up accordingly to what you painted in your head, to what those feelings were. If you get the strongest feelings of the day to be around your future and what you want, you're going to react based on those feelings at the start of your day. So you're not in this hamster wheel waking up every day with the same feelings and the same emotions that are carried over from the night before. That's what too many people do. And that's why you get, that's why you feel stuck. That's why you feel like every day's the same. That's why you feel every day is boring and shitty and you'll never have this and you'll never have that and you don't deserve that and that will never happen. And who knows it's going to happen. And oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I'll just take it one day at a time. I don't even know. I don't know what's happening. Then paint it. If you don't know what's happening, make a plan. Make a mental plan, tie your emotions into it. And I'm telling you, shit gets real very quickly. Um, yeah, I have some stories with this shit and it's, it's powerful. It's powerful. You have to stay with it though. You have to be consistent and you have to not give up if you don't see things in one day. (laughs) Okay. And it's also very tempting to get off of it. Um, get out of that mindset or that calmness because our, what does our brain want to do? Like, okay, what's the next thing I have to do today? What do we have to do? Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. So you need to train your train your brain like train your body is essentially what it is like like a like a dog no you stay you stay we're going to sit here and we're going to meditate for 10 minutes and you stay i know you want to go do this but we're going to stay here i know it's time to make coffee and you're used to getting in the habit of making coffee at this time but we're going to stay here because your body's going to want to do the things it wants to do and that's the crazy part is our body becomes the master and our mind is lost. We need to get our mind back in the master chair. And that's what meditation does. And that's what visualizing a future that will excite the fuck out of you does. Puts your mind back in control. Okay? So think about that. Now let's, you know, I want you to now think of your own life and how often you let your body to control you just based on the daily routine and the habits you have. And how often you let other people maybe tell you what's going on in the world or how often you watch the news and allow anxiety to allow anxiety into your thoughts, into your body. How often do you let, you know, um, how often do you dwell in the past, whether it's past relationships, whether it's how much your boss sucks or dwelling on someone who's just an asshole. Like that's wasted energy. I tell my clients all the time, like, all right, where do you want your energy? Do you want it there? Because you only get so much. You only have so many fucks to give in a day. What do you want to use them on? Do you want to use them on this person that you don't like? Why are you using most of your valuable, precious energy on this person and this situation? You don't even like them. 
You're mad at them. Stop giving them the most valuable part of you. <laughs> they don't deserve it. You know what I mean? So think about that. And then think. Now I want you to think about what you want. And what maybe you think you can't ever have. You think you'll never get it. And you just say, God, I'll never have that. That will never happen to me. It could. Okay? I promise you it could. I have things now I never thought would be in my life. Or that I could ever get. Or that I was smart enough to get. And they came true because I thought about them again and again and again. And I believed in myself. And as corny as that sounds, that's what it takes. But you have to believe it, and you have to mentally rehearse it. Rent, mentally rehearse it. <laughs> um, so think, like, what do you want in your life that you've just been... Maybe it, it doesn't have to be some grandiose thing. It could be just something very simple. I want to make $1,000 more a month. You know, I want to stop avoiding conflict with my wife. I want to I want to be a happier guy. You know, you can want these things, but if you don't know what they look like, if you don't know what they mean to you exactly, specifically, you won't get them. Because happiness is not enough, it's generalization. It's I want to be happier. What does that mean? Because what makes me happy is not the same as what makes you happy. What makes me happier is not the same as what makes you happier. So how is your brain supposed to know what you want? You know, we're so specific on things we don't want. All the specificity is naturally comes with what we don't want. We're like, oh, I hate when this happens. I don't want this to happen because then she's always yelling. And then it's always like, it always turns into this. And then she never blows me. And then like this happens. And then I'm like upset. And then I'm like seeking for other. I don't want that to happen. Well, what do you want? I want to be happy. All right, well, what the brain sees there is all the specifics of what you don't want. So, of course, it's like going towards, all right, here's all the information. Let's focus on this. And then it ends up focusing on what you don't want because you're not specifying what you do want. You're just saying happy, and the brain doesn't know what that means. So you want to reverse that. You want to flip the script, and you want to focus more on what you want and say something like, I want to have awesome communication with my wife. And that would look like us working out issues, maybe writing a, a relationship book or script on our beliefs around each other and how often we have a check-in and we get really specific on, you know, what to do when we're in conflict and we know exactly how to handle it together and we end up laughing and then we always go out to this restaurant after we handle conflict or something and that's our way to celebrate us working through it. And we have a great night, we have a lot of sex, we have a glass of wine and then we end it there. Like, that's what I want. That would make me happy. And maybe that's, maybe that's a lot, you know, just take parts of that. Take it and leave it. Take which parts make sense to you, whatever would be a great way. Maybe it's just, you know, I, I got carried away with that one because I thought that was exciting. <laughs> maybe it's just, maybe it's just you guys writing a relationship script, coming to an agreement and then going out together for ice cream. That would make, that would make me happier in my marriage or in my life. But see how that's like painting a picture. And I think it's good to be grandos. I think it's good to go full out and tell yourself, I want this and this and this. And like, it would look like this. Ah, Because what does that do? It makes you excited. Going back to the excitement. You have to work with the emotions you want more of, not the emotions you want less of. 
And when people focus, uh, I mean, at least when guys come to me, every phone call, it's always the major focus is on the problem. And even when I steer them, of course, I want to know their problem. But when I steer them in the direction of what they want, they always go back to the problem and say, I want this because this keeps happening and it's horrible and this and this and this. And then I'm like, all right, like, let's go back over here, though. And they're like, yeah, that would be nice. But but only because this is like <laughs> you're falling back. And it just tells me that's exactly why you're stuck here, because you're mentally stuck here and you're not mentally telling your brain where you want to go. You're not specifying. All right. So that's what I want you to do. Get very specific and clear on what you want to visualize, what you want for your life, what it would look like, how it would make you feel and get that shit in your head on a regular basis. You will love it. You will be you will be happier. And like, even if it doesn't actually happen yet, it will, but even if it doesn't happen yet, just you working through this visualization process regularly will make you a happier, healthier, more excited man. Promise you that. All right, let's move on to step number three. Woo, I'm getting fired up with these. I actually am looking at, I'm recording on a new thing. I want to try something right now. (laughs) Thank you guys. Thank you. Hopefully that worked and went into the recording. It was a it was a bunch of people cheering. I never used that before. There's a few different effects. This is cool. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, cheering for myself. <laughs> Sometimes it's weird, guys, just talking to yourself for an hour. I I like pretend that I'm talking to men in a room, but still, I'm painting the picture, right? <laughs> okay. Number three, something. I want you to think of, on a daily basis, of something beyond surviving and self-care for you to move forward that day. So what happens is, let's talk about the hamster wheel again. Um, A lot of you will be on this hamster wheel because, and you feel that way because every day is the same. It's always the same old shit, right? I hear that all the time. And this happens when you're just doing the minimum of what needs to be done that day. And typically that's where we go. It's kind of like, all right, well, I did everything I had to do this day, but I didn't do this one thing I wish I did to move me forward. But I did everything I had to. And usually that keeps you in this place of not actually moving forward because it's just maintenance, right? It's not expansion, it's maintenance. Um, And I fall into this too. You know, I'm like, all right, it's Tuesday. I did my podcast. I did my email blast. I did, you know, a direct outreach. I did this. All right, cool. But what I really wanted to do was create a new form and I wanted to create a new, I wanted to do more creation of things that, you know, are outside of that mandatory daily schedule. Because if you don't have things that are outside of that, that daily maintenance, then you don't feel like you're moving forward. Make sense? So in order to move forward and feel like you're moving forward, which is an awesome feeling, and that's what keeps us motivated and keeps us excited for life because we see progress that way. Um, it's important to make sure you call yourself out on it. So every day, think of something beyond surviving, which is the maintenance I'm talking about. And for me, that's podcasting, <laughs> apparently. Um, but you know, like take Pico for a walk and do my meditation and play piano, practice piano, uh, do my workout. Those are things I do every single day. And they're just like my way to survive the day. They don't count as growth. Um, and we don't want to count self-care either. So that's probably self-care too, you know, is exercise and this and that. You want something that will move you forward. 
So as I said, create something new. Take one step towards that project you wanted to get working on. All right. Um, Maybe you haven't worked out in months and you've been pushing it off. Do 10 minutes of a workout. Um, But I think just having at least two to three of these beyond surviving and self-care actions to take on a daily basis, you will actually feel that moving forwardness and it feels good. You will feel good. Growth is an amazing feeling for humans. Um, And learning could be part of that too. If you're not an avid learner, if you're not reading a lot, um, maybe you want to do that. You know, maybe that's going to be your way of expansion is watching this video and then teaching, teaching three of the points to someone I know to help me retain the information. But you want it to be tangible and you want it to be moving you forward. Okay. So I want you to think and brainstorm right now. Am I, and ask yourself, am I just surviving? Am I just working on the basics, the self-care and the survival of my day to day? Or am I expanding? Am I actually moving forward? Because survival and habitual actions you know, just to, just to survive the day or not going to push you into a new challenging place in your life where you can actually level up and get new results and have different things happen to you. Okay. Cause that's when different things happen. When you start doing different things, you get different results, right? If you do the same things over and over, you will have the same life over and over. And, you know, so many people, you know, it's easy to understand that just by me saying it, but people, it's it's just surprising how many people get upset and frustrated that their life is so bland or they'll never have this and this and that. Like, it's because you do the same shit every day. Like, so you're getting what, what matches your mindset and what matches your actions and your efforts. If you want something else, if you want something bigger, if you want something better, if you want to learn more, if you want to actually grow, you have to invest in things. You know, you have to take risks. You have to spend more hours working and less hours watching Netflix. You have to stay up later at night. You have to wake up earlier in the morning. Um, so there's some sacrifices with coming that come with making these changes to move forward, but they are so worth it. They're so, so worth it. I never regret having a long day of work if it was moving me forward and it was making me feel like, I, I know what I'm doing and I'm making progress in my life and in my work. Those are the best days. I don't care if I go to sleep at 11 that night, which is very late for me. <laughs> it feels good because I'm growing. What doesn't feel good is when we just do the survival things and then we end up falling asleep with Netflix and then it keeps us up and the blue light just, you know, doesn't help us fall asleep. And then we wake up in the morning, we wake up late and then we're like, oh, fuck, I I woke up late and I didn't get anywhere yesterday and now I got to do today. Fuck, I'm already behind. Then you're already behind in the next day and you didn't do what you had to do the day before. See how that spirals? That turns into this wheel of, oh my God, this is terrible. I suck. I don't deserve this. I can never do that. I can never have what that person has. It's because your actions don't match, don't come anywhere near to that person or what that person must have done to have that. Okay, but that ties back to your to your mindset. And that's why the second point I made visualizing is going to help you so much. 
with this with this portion too. But we want to move forward because growth is so tasty. <laughs> it's just awesome. It's awesome. We want to grow. We want to expand. So make it a point to every day write down three things and do at least two of them that will move you actually forward. Not just keep you in survival, but make you grow. Make you a little scared. Scary and exciting. It's the good stuff, right? All right, guys. So that is it. Just to do a recap of these three, these three steps to just make you a happier, more positive, productive man during these times in 2020 are, number one, surround yourself with positive, happy people. Number two, visualize and mentally rehearse the life that you want. And number three, have make a list of three things every day um, that not only are attached to survival and self-care for the day, but actually move you forward and progress you in life. All right? And that is it, guys. Um, I really just wanted to give you um, these steps because I know everyone's having a hard time uh, mentally, physically, emotionally. There's a lot going on in your relationships especially. So I'm here for you. I also, I also extended the effective communication method. So for the guys who already started, they've started, but I'm still enrolling new guys in for the next two weeks just because of everything that's going on. Um, I wanted to give some extra time to those of you who came to me late uh, to set up phone calls. So if you're still interested in the effective communication method, I am all ears for you to see if you are a good fit for the program. All you have to do is go to the link in the description and book a call with me. It's just a 30-minute phone call. See if you're a good fit for the program, and then I'd be happy to invite you in and help you through conflict in your relationship. Conflict and communication. I'm really stressing more the communication now because it's not only conflict, but it's just how do you communicate better with your wife or a girlfriend. All right, guys. Have an amazing morning, evening, or a night, and I'll talk to you soon.